I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're gonna to talk about how to heal during no contact. You know, many of you come to the channel because you wanna figure out how you can get an ex back, what you can do to turn things around, how to give yourself the best chance to get another opportunity. Totally understand. That's why I do what I do, because I'm very passionate about giving you guys the best strategies to turn a situation around. However, one of the main focuses Margaret and I have had from the get-go is helping you use this to become a better version of yourself, improve your mental health, improve your understanding of love, relationships, mental health, and attachment, all kinds of areas because nothing motivates somebody like a breakup. Right. It's a growth opportunity, which sounds annoyingly optimistic when you're in the middle of it. Yes, but it's true. And if it wasn't for the breakups I've gone through, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing and I wouldn't have worked so hard over the years to get where I'm at. That's right. So I used it and you, many of you will use it to change your life. But while you're going through no contact, it's very painful because you're struggling every day with will you hear from your ex? Where are they at? What are they doing? Who are they with? You want to stalk their social media. You want to stalk their house. You want to go to their work. And remember, you have extra energy to look for them, right? It's overwhelming. Yep. yep. And so we're going to talk about how to heal during no contact. First and foremost, I truly believe in therapy. And I truly believe that getting yourself a local therapist can absolutely help you in ways you would never imagine. Okay? Just putting words to things gives you more control over them. Nothing is ever as bad once you've talked about it as it was before. Yes. Words are magic around dealing with feelings. Therapy works, okay? They have shown that our brain changes when we talk about things yep. and you will feel better. I would go to Margaret twice a week, many, many years ago. As a matter of fact, it would be eight years ago mm -hmm. this month. Mm -hmm. That's when that happened. Right. And I would go to you. I was very depressed. Very. I thought it was my fault. I was just obsessed with what happened. How could they do this to me? I was shocked. I was, I was shocked more than anything. And remember that when it's a total surprise to you, it's worse. Yeah. We've, we've read your research to that effect. You did not see it coming. At all. No. Because I was like, how we got along great. Yeah. We weren't a couple that fought. We weren't a couple that had been issues, having having issues for a long time. As I've done this longer and longer, I've realized, you know, there were factors in her life that really caused the breakup, 
more than anything that ever happened between her and I. But you don't know that in the beginning. And no. you beat yourself up mercilessly. Yes, I had no what idea. most people do. Yeah. So we're going to talk about um, some of the things that you can do no, in no contact. Obviously, um, you know, therapy is great. If you can't afford therapy, colleges often have therapy that is free or it's cheap, very cheap. Yep. And, you know, sometimes it's grad students being supervised or ready to graduate. Yep. That's what happened when I was ready to graduate. I was supervised. So you could get some quite skilled people there for not much. But it's going to be more advanced than friends and family. They're going to be a lot more skilled right. than your friends and family that are giving you bad advice. But I, I hear people say sometimes, mm -hmm. what good is it going to do to talk about it? All the good in the world, honest to God. Yes, absolutely. And processing, which is why I came up with the workbooks. You know, I didn't want to do some corny, get your ex back guide full of nonsense, which is been done to death yes. as you can see everything that is in the workbooks and you know one through ten is focused on helping you process looking at the relationship looking at yourself looking at your past looking at your traumas looking at your history and looking at skills learning skills what will you do next time if you get another chance with your ex or if you're dating somebody else having something in place to do differently than just reacting like you've done before or reenacting what your mother and your father did growing up. That's right. You've got to learn new skills if you're going to be a better person and learning the emotional self-control takes a long time. Yes, it okay? does. Okay? That has taken me years to get to the place where I'm at, okay? A lot of hard work and insight went into that. And when I came up with the knowledge, one of the things I thought about was what would I need? What would I want if I was going through a breakup? And I thought about all of you. If I was trying to get somebody back or I was trying to better myself for future relationships. And that's what I did that. It's all about the process. Yeah. Okay? Because you're going to find a lot of the things that, you know, we're going to share in this video. They're somewhat helpful. But it's frustrating because you do a lot of them and you're thinking, I still don't feel much better. I still better. feel terrible. So, Margaret has some research based on Helen Fisher again, yeah. and she's talking about breakups, right? So, right. what did she say in regards to how to handle a breakup? Well, Helen takes a really no-nonsense approach to no contact. Okay. okay, which I think we do too. Yes, we do too. Uh, but the first thing she talks about is the fact, of course she's into brain chemistry and all that sort of thing, mm -hmm. is that all of the same parts of your brain light up when you think about your sweetheart as would if you were a cocaine addict thinking about cocaine. So she reminds you right away that it is almost like a, an addiction. Almost. can be. I like, think it's like an addiction. Yeah, it really is. It really I mean, is. it is addicting. Yeah. Like, try not looking sure. at your partner's Instagram Absolutely. for more than an hour. And Absolutely see you... <laughs> right. Right. And she says, she reminds people that there are anonymous, you know, AA-type programs for many, many different issues these days, mm -hmm. including love addiction. Um, and she suggests if you're having a terrible time, go to any of these meetings and they will talk with you about 12 steps and how you handle mm -hmm. an addiction, mm -hmm. which I thought was a good practical thing. And it's free, mm -hmm. remember. 
If you go to any of these meetings, it's free, and there's a list of them in every community. Maybe we'll be the founders of Breakups Anonymous. Breakups Anonymous. So to begin with, she says, you must remove all evidence of the addictive substance, the beloved, mm -hmm. she says. Throw out the cards, letters, or stuff. Stuff them in a box and put it out of reach. I would say put it out of reach. I wouldn't throw it away. No, she didn't say throw it away. Yeah. She said put it out of reach. But a lot of people would probably think, oh, I'm just going to throw it away. Yeah. They get upset. Yeah. Um, what if your ex comes back? Hey, where's all the stuff? Wait, where's that? Where's all the stuff I gave <laughs> I threw you? It away. That nice little pen and all that, that little artificial flower. <laughs> yeah. Don't call or write under any circumstances. And she emphasizes any. It sounds like she's been watching our channel because yes, that's what I said. And depart immediately if you see your former lover in the office or on the street. Mm -hmm. Depart immediately. I mean, that would come across, in my opinion, as like too obvious. Like, why are you running away? I wouldn't depart immediately. But that's just me. Right. That's what she's saying. But she's saying. saying, don't have an encounter if you can avoid it because yeah. it will kick it all off again. Yeah. It is very important to stay busy. It's difficult to make plans when you are too depressed to go out get out of bed yeah force yourself as the Bible says take up your bed and walk do it she says distract yourself call friends visit neighbors go somewhere to worship play cards or other games memorize poetry or historic events which I'm sure she's done at some point in her life mm -hmm. she must have learn to draw or play the guitar listen to music dance sing do crossword puzzles get a dog a cat or a bird take a vacation that you have always thought about taking. Write out your plans for the future. Use deep breathing or other relaxation techniques. Do anything that forces you to concentrate your attention, particularly things that you do well. Yeah. Okay? Why? Because the despair of unrequited love is most likely associated with plummeting levels of dopamine. That's one of the brain chemicals. Yeah. Um, as you focus your attention and do novel things, you elevate this feel-good substance, boosting energy and hope. Mm -hmm. uh, skydiving would probably work mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. um, exercise is a wonderful thing to do and has all kinds of beneficial effect on brain chemicals. Sunlight is another tonic for depressed lovers. It stimulates the pineal gland gland in the brain mm. which regulates bodily rhythms yeah. in ways that often elevate mood yeah so pick a daily activity you can do out in the daylight maybe just take a 10 minute walk yeah whether you're on your lunch break or something yeah. get outside for a few minutes and get some sun whether your dog wants to go or not take that dog for a walk mm -hmm. i used like... to take my cat for a walk did you <laughs> yeah oh good i used to have a cat that i had adored actually that was one of the reasons we broke up is because he slept on her pillow that was midnight right? <laughs> yes it was and he used to go for walks with me around the block he was the <laughs> best cat ever while you were trying to recover well, oh, how yeah. good of midnight yeah to risk sounding like ben franklin in his poor richard almanac i'll add those thoughts for a depressed lover don't eat sweets or take drugs that you know will stress your body don't you get the sense she's really being no nonsense here? Don't do any of those things mm -hmm. that you think. Alcohol of doing. usually yes. leads to bad things. Yes. Optimism is very important. Now, how it's hard, you know, how are you going to feel yeah. optimistic in the middle of all this? Mm -hmm. um, go for a walk. It'll make you happy. It'll make your brain happy. And smile. Put on a happy face 
as you cry inside. The nerves of these facial muscle, muscles activate nerve pathways in the brain that can give you feelings of pleasure. Now, I thought all these people who were telling us to be optimistic and to smile, no matter how much we didn't like it, were full of old shoes. Now I find out that there's absolutely a reason to do it. Mm. So if I smile, the neural pathways in my brain say, okay, she must be happy. Let's send her some happy hormones. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Wow. So I Something didn't, Margaret didn't know. I didn't know. I'm going to mark have, the calendar. I didn't have a clue. I didn't know about the extra chemicals upon, yeah, the stuff I didn't know. Yeah. I suspect forlorn lovers sought distractions and daylight made up soothing maxims, took herbal remedies, exercised and smiled to alleviate lovesickness a million years ago. All right? Yeah. So not much has changed. Breakups are incredibly painful and we yeah. realize that a lot of the things that you love to do, you're not going to find any interest in. Right. It will come back. Yeah. It will come back in time. I, I can tell you from first-hand experience yeah. And it does come back. It will get better. Things will get better. Regardless if you get your ex back or not, things will get better. Yes, they will. And remember, too, um, that she always says time will heal what the rest of the stuff we do doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, you know, there's one last thing I want to say. One of the most frustrating things that I see happen is when you've convinced yourself you'll never have another chance with your ex. You give up on yourself, you forget about everything that you've learned, you kind of go back into that same daily routine of who you were and the way you acted. Your ex comes back, you're blank. You forget everything. You get in front of them, you make mistakes, you come on too strong, you start dating them again, you get anxious about a million things, you get angry at them for breaking up with you to begin with. A million things can go wrong and then you're right back in another breakup. Whereas if you had kind of acted like they would come back, in a way I think it's more helpful. Yeah, yeah. See, because it's, con it's a concrete goal. I want to be better when they come back. Exactly. And then if for some reason they don't come back yeah. and you start dating other people, the skills are all there. Right. So in my mind, that's the mindset I prefer because it keeps you motivated and it keeps you working on making a lot of changes that you've, you know, never done before. And that's where it's a growth experience. But you're right, the same thing will happen over again if neither of you has changed. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So you don't want, the status quo is not your friend after a breakup. Okay. So hopefully this was helpful for I you guys. So. We We understand how difficult it is. Believe me, we do. Um, and that's why we're always looking for any research, any information, Absolutely. articles, books that we can find to share or, pers or experiences that we have with you guys um, that will help us. Um, of course, if you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. I'm available if you want to contact me. I'd love to talk with you. And I might tell you to smile now. I wouldn't have done that before. Now I know it really works. Click on Margaret on the top of the website to do that. Remember to subscribe to support the channel. That's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.